0: Good for you. Your mind will never be the same.
1: Well, I read it for the first time. I think it was two months ago. I know,
0: but then you found the context of it where Alyosha goes up and gives Ivan a kiss. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That is just, don't do that to my brain. And of course Alyosha's delighted, which is great. And so is Ivan. (laughs) But what he's done there, shown what it's like to get to the limits of what you can do with language Jesus looks at the Grand Inquisitor with great sorrow and great compassion and after he tells him he's going to burn him in the morning, Jesus goes up and gives him a kiss and that of course you know, overwhelms the Grand Inquisitor who doesn't know what to do then says get out but don't ever come back and uh, Ivan, I haven't thought this up, is baiting all the religious people in the world, of course. And Alyosha responds to this debate silently with a kiss, and what this is is the inverse of Judas' kiss that killed Jesus. So uh, the Grand Inquisitor is uh, the slice that people take out of the the Brothers Karamazov because it's a very daunting read for some people, but it is a pretty amazing and provocative idea.
1: Um. Half of what the Grand Inquisitor was going on about, I had no idea what he was saying. It just seemed to be, um, like, God, I feel stupid whenever I speak. Well, no, you're not
0: stupid. Um, the Grand Inquisitor says, look, Jesus, you impose too great a burden on the world. People don't want freedom. They want mm-hmm. rules, and they want to be told what to do. Yeah. Freedom is crushing, and you're asking too much of human beings that they should be free and, uh, and good the best we can do is enslave them to rules and institutions. And that's actually good for them, that's what they really want. So, Jesus is saddened by the Grand Inquisitor's pessimism about human nature. And also, the idea is, of course, if if Jesus is God, then uh, telling him that he's wrong is a real pride uh, kind of problem. Uh, It's a jump there. Uh, But of course, this is prefiguring Ivan's catharsis, Ivan's transformation at the end. Because all the three brothers are the parts of the platonic soul, right? is bronze, and Ivan is the rational part, but the spirited gets transformed into the spiritual, and that's what we get with Alyosha. But still, all three of the brothers are fragmentary, their souls looking for integration.
1: The part where I'm at right now is, um, well, Father Zosima just died, and Alyosha is recounting his life story.
0: Yeah. yeah no. um, so, uh, where were we? Father Zosima, yeah. yeah. Um, Father Zosima smells bad when he dies, just like everybody else. And the requirement that he be uh, holy <laughs> uh, sufficiently holy so that his body is incorruptible is silly. on the other hand, it's very hard to figure out exactly what the deal is with Father Salsama, since that spooky uh, scene where he gets down on his knees and yeah, bows to be yeah what? Is that uh, exactly No, what I mean? and then
1: um, the next day he goes and tells Alyosha, "I saw a vision of something horrible happening to your brother, and that's why I bowed to him."
0: Oh, uh, okay. fucking
1: Christ! Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, everybody is spooky.
1: Yeah.
0: In the Dostoevsky novels, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a very strange cake on human nature. Representation of human nature.
1: I don't find it um, overly
0: spooky. Well, there's a. There's a deep Augustinian sense of human in, in depravity. In other words, he's a deeply Christian writer, uh, Athenian optimism about reason. Instead, uh, he thinks that the things that have been imported, like the like Enlightenment thought from Europe, have made Russia corrupt. All right, and that's what Ivan is doing. He's uh, reflecting the European influence, which he thinks is carrying Russia away from its true dignity and its true destiny, as uh, the savior of the world spiritually. So that Slavophilia that we get here in uh, Dostoevsky runs all through his novels. And the emphasis on Christianity, not a very peculiar version of Orthodox Christianity, but. Christianity is ultimately the big uh, uh, the big issue in all of Dostoevsky.
1: I don't know that much about the Orthodox Church, so I think I know almost nothing.
0: Yeah. They split off in ten fifty four from Roman Catholicism, but the problem is the at uh, Constantinopolis Constantinople uh, uh, conquered by, finally taken by the Mus by the Turks in fourteen fifty three, I believe, and uh Thereafter, it becomes a general Slavic religion, and is displaced from its original center in Constantinople. Constantinople becomes Istanbul, it gets is- Islamized, and uh, it's a very early, and it's a Greek-speaking version of Christianity, so it has a direct connection in its liturgies uh, to the uh, Christian Scripture. And so, uh, it's a, it's about in that respect. It has the same or similar antiquity to the
1: to that of Roman Catholicism. I mean, it's a really ancient version of Christianity. Uh, but where it, do they differ from Catholicism? Um,
0: they the Orthodox don't, rec- don't recognize the authority of the Pope. Instead, they have the. Uh, There's an Orthodox, I forget what the name of it is, a patriarch. Uh, I think he's in Constantinople now. I think he's in Istanbul, but I don't know. But uh, he has authority in the church. So there's a question about ecclesiology, who's running things. And also they have various differences on theology. For example, uh, the uh, Orthodox Church was much more influenced by Islam, which is why Orthodoxy had uh, its problem with of people called iconoclasts. Now an iconoclast nowadays is someone who is revolutionary or a maverick, but back then what it meant is someone who destroyed icons. And the idea was that we are prohibited from producing graven images in the of God in the Ten Commandments. Uh, the Jews take that seriously and the Muslims take it seriously, but the Christians don't. And because they are closer and more directly influenced by Islam, Islam, quite prop, you know, Islamic figures probably said, "Look, we represent God as these giant geometric mosaics in our mosques, but we don't give them a head and a body and hands and stuff. That's that's primitive and it's also haram. It's prohibited." And so uh, there was a streak of. Iconoclasm within Orthodoxy that didn't exist within Roman Catholicism that destroyed a lot of the ancient icons because they were iconoclasts. On the other hand, Catholicism made its peace with uh, the kind of Greco Roman tradition of art, both drama, as in the case of morality plays, and uh, painting. All right, so the, we do, except for somebody like Savonarola in. Florence. We don't see too many iconoclasts in the Western tradition. Uh, I like the fact that everybody know everybody likes Alyosha, but nobody knows why. Because there's nothing particularly remarkable about him.
1: Yeah, I think that the only one who didn't like Alyosha was the little boy who tried to bite his finger off. Right, and then,
0: yeah. Aly- and then uh, Alyosha was so kind to him that eventually won him over too. I mean, yeah. you, you just can't make Alyosha stop <laughs> stop being um, benevolent and good to people. Mm-hmm. Remember what Koss said, the only good thing is a good will?
1: Yeah. He's also now engaged to this one girl but she's um, <laughs> another one of the many hysterical women in this story. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there's just one after another. Is she the one that thing. slams
0: her thumb in a, in a door?
1: I mean, um, she
0: she might as well be, but that hasn't happened yet. Okay, well, look on for that. I remember reading that passage, and I don't know, I think it's in this novel, but I read all the Dostoevsky. It kind of merges. But uh, uh, a young girl takes a door and slams it on her thumb and then pulls it out as the nail is peeling off and it's turning all black. And uh, she says to herself, bitch, bitch, bitch. (laughs) It's full of self-hatred. And and I'm saying, look, I... People have that kind of fucked up stuff in them. Please don't bring it to me. But on the other hand, look, you know, he knows what we're really like. Yeah, Yeah. we're not, you know, kind of rational profit maximizers the way economists might think of human beings. I think he's a much, Dostoevsky's a much greater psychologist than Freud.
1: Yeah, he really pulls out a mirror on us.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: And it takes it to, the, to the
0: little corners of the mind that, yeah. you know, I'm not, I, did, I wasn't 100% sure we're there, and now that I am, I am i don't know if I'm better off or not. Mm. Even Grishenka turns out not to be a monster when Alyosha goes to her sister, She's not so bad.
1: Yeah, I, I think that happened a couple chapters ago. But it's, um, yeah, It seems like almost everybody except for Alyosha has this weird distortion to their character. Yeah.
0: yeah, and there's only one that kind of, it's kind of a wild card that matches with everybody. You know, the one person that doesn't get hated by anybody doesn't hate anybody. And even you know Captain Snegirov, who got beaten by Dmitri and his son to try to bite his finger, you know eventually going to say hats off for uh, for uh, Ivan this time, as well as uh, uh, Alyosha. So Dmitri is going to go to America, where he'll find his fortune, and you know the journey motif carries us on, <laughs> and. Uh, the uh, encounter between Ivan and the devil, you know, when you get up to the final court scene with it. Yeah. That's truly one of the greatest. I mean, it's worth reading a thousand pages to see that.
1: I mean, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I've got that going for me.
0: Turns out that uh, the devil's a real smooth character. Good talker. You know, kind of. <laughs> rather clever. Urbane, you know. <laughs> and uh, he points out that, uh, you know, he really is responsible for his father's death because he's the one who put the idea into Smerdyakov's to brain, and that means he's responsible. And, well, you know, parasite is the big transgression, you know, going back to the beginnings of. Uh, culture. Father, why should I love you? Who has not wished for his father's death? We're getting all Freudian there, you know, the idea of the Oedipus complex and all that. Well, it seems like Ivan certainly has wished for his father's death, so has Dimitri. He actually Punched him out, and uh, Smerdyakov actually killed him. But Alyosha didn't wish his death, yeah. <laughs> and neither did Jesus. So that's the solution to the question Father, why should I love you? Well, because it's a sign that your soul is well organized.
1: The elder Karamazov is someone that I find fun to read about because he's just this great man-child.
0: He's a monster.
1: Yeah, he's just.
0: He's just libido. What, are, what is wrong with you? Well, he has no restraint, no libido, yeah. no shame, and he's a lying sack of shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like he has just no rational thought going on there.
0: Just well, only, only, want. only, and only rational thought that it tells him. How to create the right means for the ends, which don't come from rationality, which are
1: all driven by his libido. For him, reason really is the slave of the passions.
0: Yeah.
1: And he goes and shows up drunk to Father Zosima's cell. and. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was fun. That makes
0: a disgrace for himself. Yeah. He's an embarrassment and he doesn't care. he's a deeply profane individual yeah but Alyosha's kiss is the is a kind of high point where I mean he's taken us all the way to the limit of what you can do with language and I think that's just brilliant yeah that's what my manuscript is meant to be Alyosha's kiss before I
1: croak. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does not So hard. much of my life is like <laughs> that right now. Oh, uh, so, um... The elder's, uh, second wife, he treated her horribly. That was awful. Like, I know that, um, his first wife was also a monster, but... God, oh, that
0: poor girl didn't deserve that. Nobody deserves yeah, anything here, right? the shrieker. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, he, you know, he essentially, I mean, killed, through the neglect or ill treatment, he's killed two wives already, he impregnated stinking Lizaveta, yeah. and uh, now he's known for his drunken orgies. Well, oh. <laughs> isn't that special? I mean, to get, I mean, piss drunk on vodka... And debauch yourself on a daily basis. Mm.
1: And you have Gregory in the corner shielding his eyes
0: from this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, Well, I mean, Father, why should I love you? I mean, you know, it's a... It's a little easier to do in the case of God. In the case of this guy, well, you know, I don't know. On the other hand, God bounces us around pretty good too. All right. uh. So like uh, Augustine said, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. <laughs> you see what restlessness involves. Yeah, just as he wanted to remind you of what that I mean, it sounds kind of yeah,
1: easy. It looks like this.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's something kind of Roman about the elder Dosteus, or the elder Caramazzo. I mean, he's like a debauched, late imperial Roman.
1: I kind of just think of him as a creature.
0: He is like a creature. <laughs> He's a creature of darkness.
1: Yeah. That he certainly is.
0: It, it's a libido that's taken over a whole soul, a whole mind, and there's nothing left. Kind of the same sort of thing that happens after, you know, narcotics addiction, too.